My name is Michael Gibson, and you are listening to Real Life Love, my podcast on how to have great relationships. This week on the show, Dad and I are going to be talking about empathy. What is the difference between sympathy and empathy? And it turns out, as you'll discover, empathy is one of the greatest things we can do to improve our relationships almost instantly. You're going to love today's show. It's all next. And welcome into this week's edition of Real Life Love. My name is Michael Gibson, and I am sitting alongside the famous and the wonderful and who's really excited about today's topic, Captain Dad. Yes, I don't think I've ever been associated with the word famous and wonderful before, so thank you. Well, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I uh, I know we've said this before, and now that we're back from hiatus, this is our third week in. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to say that I love how listeners are loving Captain Dad still, and we have some new listeners who are wondering who is Captain Dad. Well, I actually host this show alongside my dad, who is a uh, marriage pastor and counselor, and now author, um, and uh, he has a church. Um, called Fellowship of the Parks, and um, and they have a, a great team there. And uh, so, uh, I needed some credibility to the podcast. So, who else to call but Captain Dad? And uh, and by the way, Captain we call him Dad to the rescue. That's right. We call him Captain Dad because um, you know we I, I call them a couple of nicknames. And I, what did I first start calling you, my sidekick. And um, and he didn't like that, so he wanted something a little bit more prestigious. So yeah, that that one was a sucky name. So we had to come up he, with something really good. And Captain <laughs> Dad is I fall in love with it more and more. I'm still waiting for my coffee cup that says Captain Dad. I know we got to get some coffee cups and I and I, I need that. I had to go buy my own cup for my own daughter to give me that says I love Dad. <laughs> well, we got, yeah, we need to change I'm that. My own gifts. Yeah, yeah. Well, we love you, Captain Dad, and I know the listeners uh, love you too. And and um, and this well, week, I love doing this with you. Oh, I know it's so fun. And you know, we um, are going to be talking about something today that I'm really excited about, and it comes from a blog post of mine. By the way, uh, I have a blog. It's called MichaelGibson.blog, and I blog every single day. So I don't know what I was thinking when I decided I would do that, but um, I actually really enjoy it because writing is one of my favorite things that I do, and so I get to do it every single day on the blog. And so we just did a post called "How to Help the Hurting," and um, and you know this this post was inspired by a video, Captain Dad, that you showed me. It was on yes. the power of empathy, and it was uh, based on a talk. It was one of those little cartoon videos that. That are kind of around a, uh, a talk by uh, the world famous psychologist out of Houston, Texas, Brene Brown, and uh, we we really loved it. And you know, it's funny because we were laughing while we were watching the video because uh, we were thinking about situations in our life where we have felt like you know we've had we've had we felt like you know people are just kind of giving us a cold shoulder, aka right. sympathy. Or we were also, uh, we were kind of touched because I think at the same time, because we were talking about also the people that really have shown such tremendous empathy in our lives. And, you know, it was such a difference. And so 
we've really discovered that empathy and sympathy are two totally different things. And one has the power to be able to totally transform your relationship from the inside out. And the other has the power to be able to kind of close it off. Yes. And you know, some people you just want to hang out with those people that just give you energy. They're the ones that you just want to hang out with. They're the ones that are, are really life giving. And it's really when you come down, it's because they have this skill of empathy. Yeah. And those are the people that we really want to be around, even in the good times and the bad times. They're the ones that we just feel better, even though you may not have anything going on in life that is in need of empathy. But when you're just done with them, you're like, ah, I feel so much better. I don't even know why, but I just feel so much better about myself. And it's really because they have this tremendous skill called empathy. And for some people, it's a lot more natural for them to give. And some of us just really stink at it. <laughs> and I probably fall in that category of stinking at it. Oh. Because I always grew up, shut up, come on, pull up your bootstraps, let's go. You know, and so that's not exactly learning the skill of empathy. Yeah. So, but some people just just have it. In fact, we did a uh, one of my all-time favorite podcasts we did was with Dr. Larry Crabb and how to be a real encourager. And really, when you go back to that podcast, it's a great podcast to listen to because you really gets into the real encouragers are the ones that are really good at empathy. Mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of times, especially being a marriage counselor, one that works with a lot of people, is we always feel like we have to give that word to them. We feel like we have to give them that hope. You know, we got to give them that next day that they can take that next step. So that way uh, they can keep going. But really what Dr. Larry Crabb talks about is not so much about having to be that word, because really what he says is when we get into trying to share that in that position is we're really becoming about pride. It's about us. Yeah. As opposed to about the other person. And empathy is really about that other person and being able to feel with them up close. Right. It's really what empathy is. Right. You're so right. And, you know, what's so interesting to me is that, uh, and I've seen this in my own life because I don't think any of us are perfect at empathy because, you know, I remember growing up in school, I remember this so vividly. This is one of the only lessons I actually remember from grade school is um, we were taught the difference between sympathy and empathy. And I think what so many people get messed up on, me included, I'm not just pointing the finger, this is something that I have had to deal with, is that I think we, when we think about sympathy versus empathy, I think we think that sympathy is enough. I think we feel satisfied with our sympathy. And, you know, I, I really wanted to, one of the big things that, um, that I know we talked about this a little bit before we started Captain Dad, but um, I, one of the big things that I wanted people to understand with this show is I, I wanted people to understand that empathy has the power to be able to completely transform your relationships. And, you know, the relationships that are most special to me are the people that are willing to get into the middle of my mess in the middle of the stink hole that I'm in and be, and are willing to stand there and offer a dry towel and a warm hug. And, and, you know, those are the relationships that to me shows that they care, shows that they, um, 
even uh, care enough to uh, to make sure that you know that I'm okay. And sympathy is just kind of standing on the shore of the stink hole, saying, "Oh, you know, I <laughs> I don't want to get in there. You know, that sucks for you, but uh, you know, hope you figure this out, and you know, rooting for you, or you know, I've heard, I'm sure we've heard praying for you." And uh, a couple of times and, you know, and so there's, there's a difference. And, and so that's really what I wanted people to be able to understand today. Right. And what you're really saying, Michael, is, is it takes work. It takes a lot of effort to do empathy. Sympathy is, is easy. Yeah. That's the easy way out. And, and if you do want those deep, loving, fulfilling relationships, it takes effort and you have to be willing when people watch the video of empathy that maybe you can put the link in on your website. I will. Yeah. The link's already posted on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Michael Gibson. So you can check that out there. And they can go learn how to go into the hole with them and demonstrate empathy to be along because it's just this vulnerability of being able to take that next step into the relationship, that vulnerability to be able to just sit there and then you have that awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of like, what am I getting myself into? You know, I got things to do here. And, you know, if I give a word of sympathy, it's kind of like I'm trying to help. And, and Dr. Brown kind of says, you know, we kind of put a silver lining around it. And so we can get on it and keep moving on. Yeah. Yeah. But, Empathy means we have to kind of go down. And so here's a quick story. Yesterday, I'm at, it's Monday, and I get a call early in the morning. Something happened. Um, So this gentleman called me and said, I need to meet with you. And Mondays are always filled with meetings. So I have meetings, and I said, hey, I can't meet with you exactly right now, but how about later we can meet? And I could tell something was really wrong with them. And so he came and, and met me, and I could see his eyes were all red and puffy, and you know he's been crying. So I bring him into my office, and we started talking. And after he shared with me what has happened, I had a choice. In my role, I can give the hope, the encouragement, you know, always speak truth that God is going to use this in a supernatural way, and I promise you, He's going to turn it into a positive. That'd be my natural way to go. That's kind of more the the sympathy, the ministry side of me wanting to come out. But I could see what he really needed right there was empathy. And my quick solution is, of course, just give him a tip so I can inspire him and he can move on the rest of his day. But it was a call for empathy, which means I just had to really get into, which is the next step, which is validation is validating those feelings. And that is awful. I can't believe what has happened. Your heart is, oh, wow. It must be just broken into a million pieces. My heart just hurts for you. And then being quiet and just being with them in the moment is really empathy. And I just remember saying, as I'm learning this skill, getting better at it, because again, this is a process uh, a lot of us don't have that skill naturally. We do have to work on it. We have to be conscious of it. We have to be intentional to go, all right, I need to be empathetic here. Here's how I do it. And then we move on and supply empathy. And doing that, now we get into the vulnerability because now we're going like, uh-oh, they're going to take this even deeper. And that's going to be uncomfortable. And that means I'm going to have to be here longer. 
And I got more stuff to do, but what God has for us is to be right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because Romans twelve fifteen says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. What a great empathy verse. You know, people come in, they may be sharing something. You know, they got a raise and they're so excited how God has answered prayers because they've been really struggling financially. And for us to be happy about that, to rejoice with them. Wow, that's amazing. I love that you guys got that raise. What a blessing. You guys must be happy. I'm so happy with you. Then you get those that are catalytic, maybe sickness and cancer or losing a job or a spouse leaving or, or even a death of a loved one and now is weeping with those who weep and scripture wants us to be empathetic and this is coming from paul paul the apostle paul the strong lion type of personality of let's move forward is knows the importance of empathy and he shares with us in romans twelve fifteen is rejoice with those who rejoice Weep with those who weep. What a great verse that is for us, you and I and our listeners, to just remember that empathy is we have to be intentional. And it's not about us when we decide to start giving advice because we think that's where we naturally want to go because we think they need hope. But the real encouragement comes through empathy. And Paul has it right right here. Again, be happy with those who are happy and cry with those who are crying. Mm-hmm. What a great uh, verse for us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think probably our listeners are thinking at this point, you know, wow, this is all great. But what are some practical real life examples of this? And I have one. I know you have one too, Captain Dad. But, um, you know, for me, whenever I think of really truly when I've experienced empathy in my life, uh, probably was, you know, when uh, when after grandpa passed away, and uh, this was two years ago and it was in March, which everyone's busy in March. And so, you know, and I, I was so uh, grateful and honored to be able to receive so many phone calls from friends and family from around the world. And but, you know, the, the thing that I remember the most is my friend, Stephen, who uh, we went to college together in California. Uh, Stephen called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm about to get on a plane. What's the uh, where's uh, where should I fly into? And I kind of, it kind of, I kind of was put back by that. And I said, a plane. I said, you know, what do you mean? What airport can you fly into? And he said, well, I'm coming to see you. And I said, I said, really? And and he said, yeah. He said, I'm, I'm going to get on a plane and I'll be there this later this evening. And and uh, I said, oh my gosh. And and so he he literally flew from uh, Los Angeles where he lives to uh, to Springfield, Missouri. And he just said, Hey, I just want to come and and hang out with you. And I said, wow. And honestly, that meant so much to me that somebody would be willing to fly halfway across the country in one of the busiest times of the year because of spring break. And, and he was uh, finishing up his PhD then. And, and, uh, so, you know, I know things were busy for him and, and, but he came and, uh, just was such a tremendous help. And, you know, that was, that was such, that meant so much to me. And, 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 you know, that's, uh, that's one of the main things that I remember. And, and, um, so I, I think that, I think that truly what empathy is, is, you know, one of the, th- another friend of mine, um, we, some, we, somebody, a mutual friend of ours was going through a really hard thing. And, and I remember this so clearly is she said, Hey, uh, what do you want to take, um, our friends dinner? And I said, take him dinner. 
I said, I, I don't know if they'd want that. I'm sure they have a lot of people around them. And she's like, you know, she was like, that's what a lot of people say. But really, when we're going through something hard can be the loneliest times of our life. And so kind of the more the merrier. And I watched those people's faces light up when we took them dinner. And so really, I, I think sympathy, like I said, is just loving people from afar. It's sending flowers or it's sending a card or it's or it's calling, which are all very nice gestures. But if you really want to go deeper in your relationships and if you really want Want to, uh, if you really want to see your relationships grow with people, you got to be able to be willing to get in the middle of the mess. I couldn't agree more. And Stephen is a great kid, and you know, he has a lot of that natural within him to be able to come out. And I know how much that ministered to you, just being present with you. Yeah. And a lot of us is just you know that's that's what empathy is. That's encouragement. It's just being present. Is being there with you. And being courageous enough to say, I'm going to take that next step, like you shared, Michael, and just be in this vulnerable place with this person. And I'm going to rejoice, or I'm going to weep with them. And, you know, Michael, as you're sharing, it reminded me of a story with, uh, you know, one of my best friends in life and, and kind of a mentor to you as well, Billy Ong. That's right. And some time ago, I was just going through a really hard time. And Billy... We always had lunch together. We always played golf together. So we were very connected and just talking. And he just one day, just knowing what I was going through, he he worked for a company that had a private plane. He had to go do a, a meeting in uh, Pigeon Forge. He said, hey, why don't you just come with me? Take the day off and just come with me. I got to do some work. I got a hotel room there. It's a you know two-bedroom hotel. Then you know what? We can go hike in the Smoky Mountains after I'm done. I thought, that'll be good. <laughs> so I jumped on the plane with him, and we flew over to the Smoky Mountains. He did his meeting. And uh, then afterwards, we just went and we hiked the, the Smoky Mountains. And here's the thing that was interesting. I've never really done this before. But as we were hiking up the mountain, he said, let's just pray. I was like, mm. Pray. It's hard for me to climb and pray at the same time. <laughs> so Billy, being you know Mr. Type A personality, we're going to do this. We're going to climb this mountain, and we're going to pray. So I was thinking, all right, maybe just a quick prayer to we make it up to the top of the mountain. So we started hiking, and Billy just kept praying. I mean, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just kept praying. And then he would just really empathizing and just it was so comforting to know that here's someone is in a hole with me and they're advocating for me before our holy god and i was so encouraged by that that when he said you know he said basically amen and then i started praying then i was done he started praying and it ended up becoming a conversational prayer and it was one of the most healing times and i'm talking this was probably 15 years ago and I still remember that to this day. He didn't give me any tips. Didn't say, here's what you need to do. Come on, Rod, you can do this. But instead, we just prayed together. And what a great way to just go into empathy. It's just being there. But as you start going through, it's just be praying out and just, just seeking the Lord through all of this and praising God as we're, as we're rejoicing or just being in God's presence, even when we're weeping. Yeah. And that's the big thing about empathy is it's being there as opposed to sympathy is saying, I'm going to be a little distant, 
but I'm going to throw you a little bone. And so that way, you know, we're friends. And I think I'm helping you, but really in the long run, you're not. And that's hard mm -hmm. for people to understand. Mm -hmm. But being intentional, saying, this is a friend, and I'm going to be that life-giving friend. Not the sucking out of life out of them, but being able to be life-giving. And that is the skill of empathy. That's the big skill that people have that when you walk away from them, they go, oh, I don't know what it is about them, but I just love being around them. It's because they have the skill of empathy. Empathy. Yeah. So what is the challenge today? The challenge is be willing to go there with people in your relationships, because if you really want to, I love it when people say to, um, to say to us, dad, well, how, how can we start to improve our relationships right now? Honestly, empathy is one of the greatest things you can do to start improving your relationships right now. Don't be afraid to go there with people and watch how your relationships flourish. And before we go, Captain Dad, we have to stick to our tradition. And, you know, I'm thinking about the listener right now who is has some people that they have, are thinking about right now that are going through some hard times, but they're just afraid to go there. They're afraid to jump in. They're afraid to to be there because they don't want to say the wrong thing and they don't want to feel like they're being intrusive and and, but I, I want to, I wonder, dad, if you would be able to pray for those people right now, that they might have the courage to be able to meet these people halfway. Absolutely. Father God, we love you. We just praise your name for who you are as an awesome God. Like there's nothing too big for you. And father, that you are with us in our awesome times, our fun times, but also in our deepest moments, Lord. And father, as your children as listeners are here, Lord, and, and maybe in need of empathy from others in their community and fellowship, Lord, is, is that you bring those people that can just be so full of empathy that it just gives them life by being with them. But also, Lord, for those of us who may be afraid of it, of wanting to go into the hole with someone and, and be with them during those times of weeping, Lord, that you give us the courage to go into the hole, but also the courage just to be silent, Lord, just to listen, just to be with them, Lord, and to feel along with them in their feelings, Lord. And let your power, your presence be there in the midst of that so that you are actually, Lord, the one that's encouraging. Lord, you're the one that is, that is healing and restoring and Father, that's not our role, but that is your role. Lord, that we be obedient to what you called us to be. And above all, is to love people so well that we are willing to go in places that are out of our comfort zone. Lord, to be able to go and feel with our brothers and sisters. Lord, we ask that in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. Well, that is our show today on empathy, and I hope you're encouraged by what Captain Dad and I shared about empathy. It's definitely made the difference for our relationships, and I know it's going to make a difference in your relationships as well. Well, if you liked Real Life Love and you like what we do here, be sure to press that subscribe button because we do podcasts every single week. They are released on Wednesdays, and so if you'd like some encouragement in your relationships weekly, press that subscribe button. 
And if you want to go deeper with what Captain Dad and I have to offer, I blog every single day over at michaelgibson.blog. So if you like reading about relationships, if you want to go further in some of the things we talk about here on the podcast, be sure to check out my blog, michaelgibson.blog. Also, the Facebook page is a great way to get jumped in. Go to facebook.com slash themichaelgibson or type in Michael Gibson on Facebook and I'm sure you'll be able to find me. Music this week is done by Hurley Mower. You can find more of his music by going to soundcloud.com slash Hurley Mower. soundcloud.com slash Hurley Mower. We'll see you next week.